You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, the biggest Jordan Oliver fan, the biggest Tony Deppin fan, <laughs> Zach Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing fantastic. Those are great monikers to describe me as. <laughs> I am. I, I love me my obnoxious ass heel that's really good at what they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, love it. Oh, All right. man. I'm doing pretty good, though. Oh, I'm excited. We got we're recording this. Uh this is coming out. Oh no, this is coming out before the collective still. Very excited yep. for the collective. Uh coming up soon. We're gonna have a uh, a big special episode about that, so stay tuned for that next week or the week oh. after or whenever we decide to post it. It's the busiest uh, but season it's of com- the year for wrestling it's, fans. It's coming. We got we got a, a whole bunch of shows we're reviewing for you. Uh we're very excited to watch them. So stay tuned wait. for that. But as for this week, I think we have. I think I have some pretty solid matches. I think I I, I, I enjoyed my matches this week. I have one match that I thought was good, and then I have one match that blew me out of the out, blew my fucking socks off. All right, all right. Can't wait to get into that one. Uh, who started off last week? If we want to get right into it. Uh, let me think. Let's see. I believe uh was. I think I was the last one to review before we went into the match we both watched. So by default, that means I went first. All right, so I'll kick us off then. I'm going to kick us off with a match from GCW. This time, yes, it is Game Changer Wrestling. <laughs> uh, it is the GCW. Uh, we have Schlack taking on Mance Warner. Ooh. Oh, yeah. This this one. Oh, that's a that's a hardcore match. If I ever yeah, one. this one is violent. Uh, this one's violent because it starts off with Schlack... Uh, beating Mance Warner into the corner, grabbing a staple gun, and stapling Mance's <laughs> tongue to the top turnbuckle. Oh my god! Okay. And then he ri- and then while Mance's tongue is still stapled to the turnbuckle, he rips him off, Ooh. and he pulls him to the other turnbuckle, does it again, oh and again while Mance's tongue is still stable, he hits him with a German suplex. Jeez! Oh my god! I probably ripped his fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so this match starts off pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this this whole beginning of the match is basically Schlack beating the absolute crap out of Mance Warner, just throwing gotcha. him around, stapling him, you know, all that shit. The classic. Uh, yeah. Uh, but th- there's a point where Schlack goes outside the ring, gets a bunch of chairs, which all look broken somehow. <laughs> uh, okay. But he gets two two that are two that are good enough to set up, and as he's setting them up, uh, Mance gets to his feet. And just hits uh, Schlack with like a choke slam, not like, not even like a choke slam. It was like one of those like 
like the weird, like the spine busters that kind of look like choke slams, but you like lift them up by the chest. Oh yeah, like it's like a backbreaker. Yeah, it was that through the chairs. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was fun. Nice. Uh, and then Schlack starts to get up. Mance does his like combo, like the the punching combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he like winds up for a big last one, but yep. then he goes to poke Schlack in the eyes. <laughs> and Schlack just no-sells the eye poke, and he just keeps poking oh. him in the eyes, and Schlack just stands there like, yeah, what? It's doing nothing. Oh my god. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, and then Schlack takes down Warner and goes to get the doors. Of course. Of course. Uh, so he, he sets up the uh, the door, like the, the first door he gets, like it's mm-hmm. like on the ring. Yeah. And then it like, the, the second half is like, he like leans it on the ring, and then the second the the other end he sets up on a chair, so it's like kind of like angled. Gotcha. But it's like laying in between, and they're on they're like oh like on the outside. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I got what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So that he gets that set up, Mance gets back to his feet, uh, beats him up a little bit, and then Mance Warner grabs two people who are just like watching the match, and he's like, <laughs> "Get get on the ground!" And they like go on all fours, and then Mance. Backs up, gets a running start, runs across the two people's backs, <laughs> and then hits Schlack with a tornado DDT onto the door that doesn't break. Oh my god. So then he gets up on the apron and hits him with another tornado DDT, this time breaking the door. That door is an asshole, because it is the door. Oh, there's two doors in this match, and they, uh, no, there's three doors in this match, and twice the door, twice the doors didn't break. Oh my god. They're out of no one's shit. That's like some <laughs> New Japan fucking tables. There's like, no. No um, break today. And then there's like this weird part where they get back in the ring and Mance gets like these metal plates. I didn't hear what kind of plates they were, but they're like these metal plates with like kind of like spikes in them. Not like spikes, but like some sharp bits in them. Because mm-hmm. you can tell there's sharp bits in them because Mance just starts taking these plates and just slapping them into Schlack's chest. Oh. Okay. So Schlack just has, like, metal, like, random metal plates sticking out of his chest. Oh, why? <laughs> uh, it was a lot. Uh, and Sounds then, like it. Yeah, after he does that, uh, Schlack is down for a bit. Uh, he go- Mance goes to get another door. He sets it up in the corner. Uh, but as he does, uh, sh- he turns around into Schlack just absolutely hitting him with one of the biggest spears I've ever seen and just oh, blowing wow. this door up. Jesus. <laughs> like, he just hits him with a spear that looked like he could have gone through a brick wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Shit. It was, it was br- he speared the hell out of him, and right through that door he set up, it was awesome. Uh, then there's, then after that, uh, Schlack gets, like, one of those, I don't know what the hell it's called, because for the life of me, I couldn't find it when I looked up what they were saying on Google. It's like a disc, but it has, Mm. like, nails sticking out of it, or, like, spikes sticking out of it. Okay. And, uh, Schlack just puts it on Mance's forehead and just goes, bop, 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 and just sticks it in Mance's forehead. Jesus. So Mance just has, like, a big metal disc just sticking out of his forehead. For the rest of the match. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, which does come into play. Because after after he sticks it in his head, mm-hmm. Schlack gets a plastic bag, put it puts it over Mance's head, hits him with a sidewalk slam, mm-hmm. goes to pin him, Mance kicks out, then Mance gets up, 
and the two start like hitting like brawling it out where they're both standing. But then Mance starts headbutting Schlack with a metal <laughs> disc in his head. Okay. So it's just like BAM! Damn. And Schlack finally goes down because you can't win a headbutt fight with a guy who's hitting you with a metal plate. It's just not gonna happen, man. No. Uh which is which is hilarious because it's just also just digging the thing further into Mance's skull. Ooh. Which is wild. Um But yeah, that was that was cool. Uh and then they set up another door in the ring between two chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, Schlack is up on the top rope. Mance like grab like gets up on top of them and hits okay. him with a choke slam off the second rope into the door, which Ooh. again doesn't break. The two chairs just kind of like slide out from underneath it. Oh my god! Uh, and since it didn't break, uh, Schlack no sells it and just stands up. <laughs> okay, all right. To which Mance Warder responds by just grabbing one of the chairs that slid out from under the door and just yeeting it at fucking Schlack's head. Oh my god. <laughs> just after, just like, like, he just yeets it and just, and then he picks it up and just keeps hitting Schlack in the head with the chair over oh and over god. and over again. Jesus. Until he, he one last time throws it in his head. Schlack goes down. Schlack is like leaning on the, like he's like leaning in the second rope. Mm-hmm. Like, like sitting towards Mance Warner, and Mance mm-hmm. Warner just hits him with a running knee and rocks, sh- rock Schlack. Ooh. Uh, and that gets the one, two, three for the win. Nice. Yeah. Sounds so Mance like Warner picks up the victory here. Crazy match. Yeah, this match was kind of wild. It was uh pretty pretty hardcore. But what else do you expect from Schlack Mance Warner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. It was definitely fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think it, like, I don't think it's gonna get that mark out range, but it's definitely a high meh for sure. This match was good. I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, a lot of the spots went really well, except for you know some of the doors. The doors uh, were against them. Oh, I just want to mention one fun thing after this match. Okay, Mance Warner wins, and Schlack gets up, and instead of giving him a handshake, Schlack squares up with Warner. You're mm-hmm. like are ready to, like, fist fight, Schlack yeah. runs up to Warner, grabs the metal thing that's sticking out of his head still, <laughs> and just rips it out, and just, oh. head, and just headbutts Warner, and oh. leaves. Oh my god. It's like, get up, <laughs> fuck you. And you can tell, Warner just has a bunch of dots in his head that he's bleeding from, where all the spikes went into his oh forehead. Oh my god. Oh, that was wild. Sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> he just ran up to him, just goes, rip. <laughs> And it's bam, bam, my my spiky metal thing, which I don't know. So funny. Uh, And then yeah, Warner continues to celebrate with just blood pouring out of his head. Nice. Yeah, this one gets a high meh for sure. I really like this one. It was it was fun. Uh, These two kind of killed it. So uh, yeah, high meh for me. That's good to hear. Yeah. All right then, let's go into my first match. All right, let's do it. I decided that I wanted to see a Lady Frost match, and okay. I found one. I found Lady Frost versus Tess Valentine at Atomic Championship Wrestling. It is for Ooh. the Atomic Championship Wrestling Women's Championship. All right. So um, I will say, though, if you do want to watch this video, it's on, I believe it's on Lady Frost's YouTube channel. Okay. But uh, just for a quick note, 
the match starts at like the five minute mark of the video. So if you think you're getting a 15 minute match like I did, it's not gonna happen. Getting ah. like a 10 minute match, which made me a little sad. But hey, I, I was hoping for it to be a bit longer. Yeah, that's uh, okay. I'll say right off the bat, she that Lady Frost comes in. She's accompanied by her manager and husband, the savage gentleman Victor Benjamin, who I love this man's look. <laughs> the savage gentleman. He comes out right, and so he's wearing these really nice like. Uh, it's like khaki pants, right? Silver, look really nice, has really, like, good-looking, like, dress shoes on. And then his upper half is just, like, this steampunk metal, like, gray jet vest and just a steampunk, like, metal hat, like, top hat. Very just, nice. Very I'm fun. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm like, I respect your crippin'. Man's got yep. the drip. <laughs> <laughs> I res- so, you, gotta, you gotta respect the drip. Mm-hmm. I will say one of the things that I thought was kind of just one of those things that the announcer casually mentioned. I was like, this is this is indeed wrestling when they're like, they are announcing Tess Valentine's titles, right? And mm-hmm. one of them was, she is the real mermaid. I was like, wait, what? It's like, what? And I looked, and her gear has like little flippers on her feet. And I was like, sitting there, I was like, she's a mermaid. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I'm like, fuck it. She's a mermaid. Just like, <laughs> just like Alley Cat's a cat. Just like... Oh, I forgot. I'm forgetting her name right now. Who's the? Oh, why don't I remember the name of the alien? What the hell is her name, Mikey? Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander is an alien. Yep. I was like, all right, fuck it. This is wrestling. Let's do this. So we get a bit of headlocks at the start of the match before we go into this um kind of rolling cartwheel off between the two, where one wrestler, where one of them whips the uh, their opponent, drops to the ground, their opponent cartwheels or rolls over them, and the other opponent does the same thing, vice versa to them, back and mm-hmm. forth. All good looking, all well executed. And eventually this comes to an end, and the two go back at it again with Valentine landing a hip throw on Frost, and then but then she whiffs a kick on her, which Frost transi- transitions into a roll up. Valentine actually then gets a leg lock around the waist of Frost and just starts to kind of roll her around the ring. So like she has her like legs locked around her, uh facing her back, and she kind of mm-hmm. starts rolling her around the ring, like a wheelbarrow kind of. Okay, got it. Frost actually then bailed out by Benjamin, who pulls her out of the ring, and eventually uh, Valentine goes outside the ring because Benjamin's just kind of like getting telling the ref to <laughs> to hold his horses and like, nah, it's fine, just give her a second. And Valentine goes up and is like, get out of the way. And he's like, no, it's so fine, just fun. give her a second. Only for Frost to sucker punch her Yikes. from from behind Benjamin. She takes control of the match, locks in a chin lock, and uh, uses this to throw Valentine face first into the turnbuckle, and then begins choking her out. One thing that I actually liked here was uh, she, it's like, I always love this, and you'll hear this plenty of times in the show, when, like, a heel or, like, a wrestler takes, like, a typical, like, spiel in a match and kind of, like, put, adds a little bit of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, Frost is doing the typical thing of, like, using the ropes to choke their, her opponent out, like, shoving her foot into her face and choking her out, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing that I thought was cool here was um, there's a, there's a segment here where she's choking her out on the second rope, right? The ref, like, does the count. She gets off her. She turns around, and she starts talking to the ref. And Benjamin comes out from around the ring, pulls Valentine's arms down so that she's choking her, and then Frost jumps forward onto her shoulders and just kind of poses on top of her. Jeez. Just some nice tag team work between the two. Yeah, nice. There was this odd moment after this, which I wasn't sure if it was part of the match at first, but it actually was, where Frost... So Frost goes to spear Valentine, right? Valentine throws her face first into the turnbuckle, which stuns her. Legit. Like, she's just, yep. like, kind of looking here. She's holding her head. Frost then throws Valentine onto the apron. Valentine runs at her. And then Valentine kind of, like, does, like, the, like, she, like, taps the side of her hands, like, I'm the one, the, I'm one step ahead Big of you brain. motion. And Frost just looks 
Instead of punching her in the face, which I totally expected her to do or attempt to, Frost just kind of looks like besides of like, what? And she then starts to... <laughs> she goes to talk to... Be- she uh, motions to Benjamin for something. She then goes and starts to talking to the referee. It distracts the referee, and Valentine's just kind of sitting on the apron, kind of like, going like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and then Benjamin tries to take out her legs. He misses as she jumps over him. Okay. And unfortunately for... Uh, hold on. Unfortunately for him, uh, this fails after he um after she jumps over his arm. She f- <laughs> I remember this now. So we have this really this kind of cool uh how do I describe this? So he fails. Frost goes to punch her in the face. She grabs her arm. She turns away towards the crowd. Okay. Flips backwards over into the over the top rope into the ring and then arm drags Frost into and then drop kicks Frost. Okay. It was like a very it was like an unnecessarily complicated arm drag, but it looked impressive. Best I can <laughs> I'm going to make this way harder than it needs to be. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just kind of flexing on Frost and her husband. I like it. However, thanks to an impressive handspring into drop kick by Frost, she actually is able to re- take control of the match after this. Mm-hmm. She then locks in a leg lock on the waist of Valentine, like she had done to Frost at the beginning of the match. Okay. Valentine is able to get out of it by hitting a backpack stunner-esque move on Frost, and I say yes nice. because she didn't grab her head. She's kind of like sat down, and Frost kind of got bounced off the canvas. Oh, yikes. Yeah, probably hurt her uh, spine a bit more than her. It sounds worse. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Frost, of course, retreats to the corner after this, and Valentine presses the attack and flips Frost over her shoulders to hit a handspring dropkick of her own. Benjamin is then forced to get on the apron to stop her from potentially winning the match, so he gets the ref's attention and Valentine's attention. Which, again, allows Frost to take control and attack Valentine from behind with a cheap shot. Valentine then gets Frost to the corner and starts punching her in the stomach, only for Valentine to push her off and then hit a rolling face buster on Frost, which looks which looked pretty good. Like, for a face buster, like, face busters for me usually always look awkward, but this one looked a lot better. She got good height off of it. <laughs> Valentine continues her offense with several running strikes on Frost in the corner and tops it off with a gut-wrenched suplex. We then get this neat-looking counter by Frost in the corner where she rolls backwards onto Valentine's shoulders and then hits an inverted DDT on her, which then leads into the finish of the match where Frost goes for a double-spinning roundhouse kick to Valentine. Valentine ducks and jumps over them. She then hits her own spinning roundhouse kick to Frost and then finishes his match off with a fireman's carry Michinoku driver for the win. Nice. Nice. Sounds like a pretty solid matchup. That's actually exactly how I described it. It was a good, solid wrestling match between these two that, well... Like, there was one single gripe I had with this match, and that it was that there were a lot of times in the match you could kind of tell that, each, that they were kind of setting each other up for the next move, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. the thing that I can't really, that I can't, if I, see, normally this would be a bit more, like, I'd be, have a bit more of an issue with it, but, like, the thing that got me was it was all, all the moves were executed well, like, there was no, like, clear, like, mess up or, like, stagger between the moves. Like, when they set them up, the opponent immediately hit the move, and it was executed well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the character work from Frost, too. There's nothing bad from Valentine. It was just wasn't as memorable as Frost, who uh, I felt had a bit more going on with her than Valentine did. I also was kind okay. of hoping that Valentine would... I, this is how you can tell I've watched uh, way more indie wrestling than I had in the last couple of years, because I was kind of hoping that she would do something kind of like Statlander or Cat, where we'd get at least something related to the mermaid thing, but no, it was just more so just a title gotcha. than anything. And I was gotcha. like, oh, okay, that's fine. Works with me. It's not a gimmick, it's just a title name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a title, and I was like, oh, okay, 
All I right. give this match a meh. Okay. Solid match between these two. Very cool. Very cool. I like it. All right. Let's get into my second match of the night here. All right. Uh, we got a match from Women's Wrestling Revolution. Mm-hmm. We got Tennille Dashwood, Ooh. formerly known as Emma in nice. WWE, versus Jordan Grace. Oh, shit. This match was pretty awesome. Uh, got, sounds like there's some potential for it. There's some, and it starts off with some pretty heavy chain wrestling between the two. They're going back and forth with submission holds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan's trying to lock in a bear hug, but then, uh, but then Tindale's able to lock in like a guillotine mm-hmm. while she's up there. Uh, she gets, uh, so Jordan like runs her into the corner while okay. she's in the guillotine. Uh, but Tennille is able to get out of the corner when she dodges one of Jordan's splashes and hit her own splash and then hit the sliding elbow Ooh. into Jordan Grace, uh, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a point where she hits like a, like a tilt, like Grace throws her into the ropes. She does like the tilt a world thing, which like goes like all the way around. Mm-hmm. But then she comes down and lands with a Russian leg sweep. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so that was cool. There's one point where Dashwood, uh, uh, they, they, Grace is on the outside. Mm-hmm. Dashwood goes to the apron and goes to like do like a running penalty kick to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan catches her kick and gets her in electric chair position, Ooh, no. and then just drops her face buster right onto the apron. Ooh, That's it's like so an electric bueno. chair face buster right onto the apron, uh, which lets Jordan get control. Mm-hmm. Uh, she throws her back in the ring, gets her in the bear hug again. But Tennille does the same thing where she gets in the guillotine. But mm-hmm. then Jordan just, like, grabs her arm uh-huh. and just, like, rips her off of her head and just oh. gets and just transitions the bear hug into, like, a suplex. Oh, shit. It's like, a okay. vertical suplex, which was sick. Uh, after that, uh, they're fighting again. Jordan mm-hmm. uh, ends up in the corner. Gotcha. But, uh... Dashwood just grabs Jordan's head and just starts bashing it on the top turnbuckle. Ooh. <laughs> uh, which takes Jordan out, uh, which which makes Jordan woozy. Uh, Dashwood gets her in, like, an underhook suplex, which looked beautiful. Mm, all right. Uh, then, then, uh, the Grace Irish whips, or Dashwood's going off the ropes. Uh, Grace just picks her up and hits her with a gigantic spine buster that looks Ooh. like she could have put her right through the ring. Oh, nice. Uh, and then they go back and forth training pin attempts, like that sunset flip pin. Mm-hmm. They just keep rolling back and forth, like, you're you're getting pinned, no, you're getting pinned, no, you're getting pinned, no, you're getting pinned, no, you're getting pinned. It's just never-ending. Yeah, it's the, I feel so bad for the ref in that situation, because it's always like, one, two, one, uh, two, uh, one, two, but they keep, like, standing up and going back down, so it's just like, huh, 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 huh. Just running around, just, like, putting one hand on the mat, and be like, oh, we're done, oh, no, shit, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace goes to hit a Michinoku driver, but then, uh, Dashwood's able to get an arm around, uh, Grace's head and hit her with a DDT. Ooh, like a rever- okay. Like a reverse DDT and pull her down. Nice. Uh, which was pretty sick. Uh, then there is a point where Tennille was going up on the top rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Grace just, like, she was going to, like, do some sort of move off the top rope, but then Grace just stands up and gets underneath her and just hits oh. her with a power bomb. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just drilling her. Um, and then after that power bomb, Grace kind of backs up, or not, not Grace, Dashwood kind of backs up into the corner. 
she's like leaning in the corner, like back facing the ring, and like the rest of her is like toward like the the, the ring post. Yeah, okay. And she's like leaning on like the second turbuckle. Uh, and Jordan Grace just runs in, hits a double knee, Ooh. takes her down, which takes her down to the ground, and then she hits a sliding elbow. And then while while uh, Dashwood is down, Grace goes for the Vader bomb to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dashwood rolls out of the way of the Vader bomb. Okay. Grace get, Grace gets stunned after she misses, gets up on her knees, uh, and gets met with the spotlight kick. Uh, Ooh. And Dashwood gets the one two three. Nice. Uh, and Tenille Dashwood wins awesome. this one. Yeah, this match was pretty sweet. These two, uh, these two did a sick job. I really like this one. I, 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 I had high hopes for this match, and it met expectations. Nice. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't think it was a markout though. I will say that, like, it was good. Oh. It was, it was solid. I'm on the fence about this one. I really am. Ooh. Uh, that's always the you not know the worst feeling, but like the it's like when you don't know. It's like uh, I kind of do. Yeah, like, mm. I think I'm gonna give it the high meh. I'm gonna stick so to listen that to side your heart of the on fence. this one. I'm gonna stick to the more conservative conservative side of the fence. I'm gonna give it a high meh. The match was good. I very much I found myself getting uh, a little more into it than I thought I was gonna. You know, with mm-hmm. some of the, the some of the spots, I liked it. So I'm gonna give this one a high meh. Uh, I'm probably gonna give you this one to check out for next week. So I guess we can we can revisit it. Uh, mm. and keep it keep it on that that end Fair of the spectrum. Enough. But it was very good, and I did enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with a high mat because the match was a pretty solid wrestling match. Uh, and these nice. two put on a solid show, so I'm, I was very excited about this one. It's always better than a than a uh, miss out. Mm-hmm. I, anything's better than a miss out. God. Um. So yeah, what's your second match this week? Apparently, you're very excited about this one. Oh man. So for any, for those of you that have been watching for a while, you've been knowing for the last like couple of weeks, I've literally just wanted to find a fast paced like fucking spot fest match and i've unsuccessful been unsuccessful in this endeavor i have found matches that were not spot fest at all i have <laughs> found matches that have gone somewhat there and not all the way and then i finally fucking found one all right i wanted to find a match with trey lamar because i had heard great things about trey lamar and i found one versus him versus myron reed at unsanctioned pro Ooh, this one sounds fun it is a great fucking match. This match, to start off as a premise, is a match in the unsanctioned pro heavyweight title tournament. Mm-hmm. And is actually not the first match that these two have had against each other in this promotion. Myron actually had won the match before this. Okay. So Lamar was out to prove that he was not going to get bested by Reed one more time. And Reed was there to make sure that he knew what was up. Mm-hmm. This match, the beginning of this match, is dripping in disrespect. They get in each other's faces. They're flipping each other off. I think Lamar starts this match off by wiping his ass with one of Reed's t-shirts. Like, there okay. is complete, total disrespect, and I loved every moment of it. They get into, like, this t- collar and tie-up, which they get into the corner, and when Reed gets out of it, I've never seen someone so violently break up a collar and elbow tie-up. Like, he straight pushes himself out of it, walks okay. over to Lamar and then shoves him into the corner and then the two then take turns arm dragging each other and then taunting the other one like I'm pretty sure Lamar gets it first he poses a bit Reed then does it and he starts dancing on him this nice. then leads into Reed going for a springboard cutter but Lamar catches him throws him into the ropes leapfrogs over him only for Reed to just run up behind him and just chest bump him into the ropes 
Okay. And as a result, the two then get right in each other's faces before they, before they separate one more time. Reed gets Lamar in a headlock, and Lamar Irish whips him and tries to leapfrog over him again. But this time, Reed stops short, so Lamar jumps over nothing. <laughs> and after this, we get into another fast-paced sequence in which Lamar leapfrogs over Reed twice before... Oh, God, I remember this now. Reed tries running up to, cat, to get him again after he leapfrogs, and instead... Lamar just caves his face in with a drop kick, which forces him to the outside pretty much. Okay, nice. Lamar goes for a suicide dive, but Reed gets right back into the ring, tries to kick him, but Lamar catches his foot and flips him backwards. And then Reed, not wanting to be outdone by this guy, Matrix ducks a lariat from Lamar, where he kicks back up and then hits a jumping leg lariat, which just completely wipes Lamar out. This is like within the first like five minutes of this match, mind you that. Like, this Sounds match- fun. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Reed then aggressively forearms Lamar into the corner before hitting a snapmare into a headlock, which he literally uses, like, he just grabs his head. And you know how usually wrestling, like, they let the, the opponent sit on the ground? Yeah, no, not this one. Reed immediately, like, shoves him and puts his face just into the mat as he locks his headlock in. But then, again, then we get to one of my favorite matches at this spot. I'm literally so excited I'm tripping over my own words here. So Lamar <laughs> gets out of the headlock by putting Reed on the ropes, right? And then once mm-hmm. he finally is... So once he finally, like, forces Reed to let go of him, right? Lamar puts Reed facing towards him on the ropes, right? And to quote commentary here, Lamar chops the nipple off of Reed's chest. Ugh. He slaps him, and I literally, like, Lamar took a few seconds. He was just staring at his hand like, I have the god hand. While Reed is just in the (laughs) corner like, ah! Like, God! (laughs) On that note, I have to say, commentary was good, was really good for this match, too. They okay. were super engaged with the match, had some right balance, the right balance between like color commentary and play by play. And on top of the fact they made a really good job of playing up just how much these two had like a rivalry and this how much they just really didn't want to lose to the other one. Okay. So feeling some momentum now, Lamar actually then catches a kick from Reed, flips him again, except this time Lamar knocks Reed's legs out from underneath him and then nails him with a basement cutter. Lamar then lands a huge top rope con hilo on Reed. After nice. Reed is forced out to the in, out of the out, out to the outside, Reed gets thrown back into the ring, and then he gets hit with a springboard clothesline by Lamar. And mm-hmm. then after Lamar locks in a headlock, Reed is actually able to get out of it by forcing him into the corner. He then lends a series of hefty forearms to the face of Lamar. And we then get this awesome moment straight out of like a Mortal Kombat like game where <laughs> Reed is just forearming Lamar in the face, right? And Lamar gets up after a forearm, and he Reed goes to punch. And mid-punch, Lamar just grabs him by the throat and stops him dead in his tracks. <laughs> you and then stop he, that. He just stares at him. He lets him go, and then he just straight out of 300, Spartan kicks him back into the corner. Jesus. Reed then hits a duo of beautiful cutters to get back into this. One which catches Lamar in midair, and the other one being done on Lamar from uh, the ropes. Lamar, however, is able to actually stop Reed dead in his tracks by hitting a super kick that runs right through Reed's face. Lamar is in firm control at this point after a suplex buckle bomb to Reed in the corner. And despite several comeback attempts by Reed, he just cannot get back into this match at this point. Every time he makes a brief comeback, Lamar just ends him. One comeback attempt that I liked was when Reed hit Lamar with a half-and-half German suplex. Mm-hmm. And because Lamar tries to leapfrog over Reed again when he tries to stop Reed, Reed catches him into a fireman's carry, but Lamar wiggles out of it, pushes Reed into the ropes, and on the rebound, 
gets a ton of air. Like, he literally just jumps up in the air and just double stomps Reed into the mat. Damn. And then, as if that wasn't worse enough, because at this point now, the stunning from this was fantastic. Like, Reed was literally, like, in a comatose state, like, just, like, half up, like, sitting and half on the ground, just, like, stunned. Eyes all just glazed over. Lamar just gets to the top rope and just delivers a coup de gras to his chest, just for... Just to make sure that he'd stay down. Just, to, stay, just to make sure. Just to make sure. Didn't happen, though. Oh. He kicks out. He, he did it just to make sure he stays down, but then he didn't stay down. But then he didn't stay down because fuck you, Lamar. Reed ain't losing this, apparently. Clearly he didn't make sure good enough. The two were wiped out after this. The both of them get up. They're literally staring a hole in each other's heads, and they're just flipping each other off. It's like they're literally standing up just flipping each other off. Mm-hmm. The two then forearm and clothesline the shit out of each other until finally... Reed hits a spitting back kick to the face of Lamar. Lamar then Pele kicks him in response, and instead of falling down, Reed hulks up, hits Lamar with a poison Rana as he's posing because he just thought he knocked Reed down, and then forced him to the outside. And it was at this point, as if it wasn't ridiculously entertaining enough, Reed then goes over to Lamar and jumps over the corner post and lands on top of Lamar on the outside with a suicide dive. Wow. Reed goes for a springboard, something off the ropes, gets super kicked by, by Lamar, which leaves them both dazed on their feet, literally barely able to stand, and then leads into the finish where Lamar goes for a suplex. Reed counters it with a stun dog millier. He then goes for a monkey flip into a sunset flip pin, but Lamar is actually able to counter it and pin his legs to the mat for the win. Wow, this match sounds absolutely batshit. This match was, this is the shit I've literally been looking for for weeks. It is so fast-paced. So intense. It's got a just a simple, well-executed story behind it. In case you can't tell, this match is a markout in three quarters, if I could. I love this match. All right. Nice. Like, I... Nice. Oh, my God. I... Oh, uh, when I give this match to you, because I probably will give this match to you, this is... Ah, <laughs> oh, in my veins more of this type of wrestling right now for me. I can't wait to watch... I can't wait to see it. Oh... I'm literally salivating the lips of this shit. Okay. Woke me up. Literally woke me up. I walked into this <laughs> thing like, I'm a little tired right now. And I'm like, oh, let me go on like a two-mile run. Oh, man. The, the good matches that do that to you are the best ones. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Oh. Well, why don't, why don't we take that energy and get into the match we both took a look at this week? Uh, in honor of the now-retiring Faye Jackson. <sighs> so uh, sad. Very sad. Uh, we decided to take a look at Faye Jackson versus Allison K from uh, Absolute Intense Wrestling, I think it is, AIW. I yeah, forgot I what it stands correct. for exactly. Uh, but from AIW. Uh, Zach, why don't, we, why don't you roll with that energy? What did you think about this one? I like this match quite a bit. This match was really, it was just fun to watch. And it also had like a couple like good, like serious quote-unquote spots in it, like filtered throughout it that it had me hooked for pretty much the whole match. Mm-hmm. I I like this one. I liked I like this one a lot too. Um, it was a lot of good a lot of good technical work from Allison K. Of course, working of the course. arm, working the arm a lot of the match because she 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 uh, hit Faye with the she like pulled her arm over the top rope. Yes, I actually really liked how when she was working over Faye's arm, Faye did a great job of selling it. Mm-hmm. Like it really like evoked empathy from the crowd. Like it wasn't like a babyface getting beaten up, me going like yawn just. Get yeah. on with it. No, this I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, come every, on, man. Every move was like, oh, yikes. Ooh, like, maybe want to see Faye kick the shit out of K, mm-hmm. which happens quite a bit in this match. Yes. Uh, after after K works the arm for a little bit, they uh they end up on the outside. 
mm-hmm. uh, where <sighs> Kay just starts hitting, just br- just leaning Faye over like the guardrail from between her, like them and the crowd, and just starts laying chops in. Oh, there was like one chop in particular where I was like, oh, my, no. Yeah. I love how yeah. there was one part here that I actually had me laughing a good amount was when the rest like counting her out and Faye like stops for a second and mouths off the rest being like, stop counting and be quiet. Let me have my moment here. And then she just chops Faye on the chest. Yep. Uh, and then Kay rolls back in to reset the count. Uh, mm-hmm. To which the ref after that loses control of this match even more. Yep. Uh, Jackson, because they had to uh, fighting into the crowd a little yeah, bit. Jackson pops off, beats the shit out of Kay. Like, she, like, open hand smacks her gut a couple times. And as she's, like, on the corner, Jack's like, come on, bitch, bring it. So Kay <laughs> goes right at her, and the two go into the crowd, into the merch section mm-hmm. and the concession area. Kay is dominant until she spits her gum at Jackson. And Jackson, in response to that, just beats the shit out of her. Yep. She then tells a man who, by the way, I looked this up. I looked this exact card up. She has a wrestler whose name is Tuan. I believe it's like he's got a bigger name. But is like, that who Tom, that was? Yes, his name was okay. actually Tuan. He wrestled the ma- like a match or two before this. Because I was like, is this some I have, random in my dude? Notes I have, in my notes, I have that this was the best moment of that guy's life. Literally. <laughs> because she throws Kay on top of him. So he's just sitting there and Kay's just got her ass kicked and doesn't know where she is. Jackson then twerks on top of Kay, who is still laying on top of Tuan. And for me, Tuan's reaction had me dying of laughter. He had straight out that one fan from when Undertaker lost the streak. Like, that, that face. Like, he just had that, that face, face on. Just... <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck to do. And Kay is just <laughs> flopping around, just screaming as she shoves Jackson off eventually. And just, like, wanders off to, like, the merchandise area. He's just sitting there stunned. He hasn't even moved from his spot. Yeah, they start beating each other up a little bit more. There's one point where uh, Allison K grabs a, uh, a, v- a VHS tape on someone's merch table and bashes it over Jackson's I love the head. guy's like, no, don't you dare do that! That's my livelihood right there! Just smacks it right over her head. <laughs> I like how at the refs, the refs too, at one point lose sight. Or not the refs, the, the commentators lose sight of this match at one point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can't see what's going on, someone tell us what's happening! <laughs> oh my god. Now, I like how after this, there's another point here where Kay kind of puts cha- puts Jackson in a chair and sarcastically mm-hmm. asks the crowd, oh, you want me to twerk? And she's like, nah, fuck yourselves. She's and like, then nah, she I'm just not walks out of camera view. And you're like, oh, where is she? And then out of nowhere, she just crossbodies Jackson over when she's in the chair. Yep. Uh, just like, all right. <laughs> after that spot, they make their way back in the ring. Uh, there's a... Uh, Jackson gets Kay in the corner. And hit some big hip attacks. Very good-looking takes... hip attacks, by the way. Yes, uh, which knocks Allison uh, pretty unconscious, to mm-hmm. to which Faye Jackson ends ends the sequence with a big rolling cannonball, which also Completely. looked great. Yeah, oh yeah, all of them look great. Like, I, there are some, like, some. I always find them with, like, hip attacks and, like, cannonballs. Like, some wrestlers have it. When they do it, other wrestlers, like, it's kind of like, eh. Like, when I think of, like, a really good hip attack in the corner, I actually think of the late great Umaga. Mm-hmm. That man's hip attack was disgustingly brutal, and I loved it every That's time I, he did it. When I when I think hip attack, I think Umaga. I think uh, Ooh, the Rikishi. Usos are good too. I think Rikishi's Rikishi. great too. I think Asuka. Asuka yes, has a Asuka good one too. Asuka's great. Like some people have it. Jackson has it. Yeah, it's great. So I believe then after this, Jackson goes for a Vader bomb, but K actually counters it by just planting Jackson into the mat with a massive power bomb. Mm-hmm. K then kicks the shit out of Jackson's legs. Oh my legs. god, that bicycle kick! Ooh. I was thinking about the bite, just a bicycle kick where Kay just like runs up and just hits the, a massive bicycle kick and just knocks Faye out. 
just destroys her. Yeah. Oh my god. I think Jax at one point got her in the um got her in a Boston crab like a half a half leg a single Boston crab. That was it. Hmm. And K actually gets to the ropes and With uh the pinky. Yeah, that's when she hits the bro kick in the face of Jackson and like <laughs> her face ate those ate her feet. That looked Bro. stiff as hell. Oh, it did. Like, even the kicks on her legs, I remember thinking to myself, oh, man, I'm like, she's even slapping for that shit. She's just mm-hmm. kicking her. It was yeah. like, Faye was like, not Faye, it was like, Kay was like, you know what? I-, I haven't really hit you, like, really hard except for the chops. Like, at the end of the match, just let me hit you a bit. And, and Jax was like, all right, sure, I can take yeah. it. And she just, uh, oh. And then at one point, uh, Kay gets distracted by the ref. She's like, yell, yell yeah. at the referee. About the count. She's like, come about on, the- faster. Yeah, and then she turns around into just a spear by Jackson. I have written down here, Kay got bodied by this spear. Yeah, she turns around, she's like, wham! Oh, just a fucking freight train of Jackson. Just Oh, yeah. Absolutely oh. annihilating Kay with that spear. Then we get uh, to the finish of the match, where mm-hmm. Jackson lifts Kay up on her shoulders, Kay rakes her eyes, and then just just nails her with a discus lariat, and just yep. on the now-blind Jackson for the win. For the win, yeah. Pinky's up. Match- this match was good. This match was good, yeah. It was a fun, crowd-pleasing match that had a few hard-fitting spots sprinkled throughout it, which I was appreciative of. It I worked. agree. I, I agree. It... I, I feel like the crowd was dead for a lot of this match, but then I yeah. think I think they, as as it went on, they got more into it. Yeah, I feel like when they went to the once we got into the actual crowd, that was when the crowd like really got into this match. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning of this match, I remember thinking to myself the same thing. I was like, yeah, this crowd, this is a, uh, it's kind of quiet. Yeah, it was like, this crowd's kind of dead, and then they got into the crowd, they met, they did their thing a little bit. Uh, a lot of the big spots started getting reactions, like that power bomb popped the crowd a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the cannonball popped the, the crowd, the, the broke yeah. kick popped the crowd. I think this match, the best way I could describe this match, without saying the stuff I said before, obviously, is that this match played into each women's strength really well. I agree. Like, Jackson did a really good job of get, of popping the crowd, like, getting them all, like, ra- like up in, like, you know, like, she's the face, she got the crowd all excited for it. Kay did a great job of being a foil to her, being like the super serious, no nonsense heel, not about this shit. She had her awesome hard string, hard striking, like grinding down moments, which made her feel like a threat. But Jackson also had a really good crowd pleasing moments, which made her also look like a threat to her. Like mm-hmm. I just, I liked the match. I yeah, was torn too. though. I did not know if I wanted to give this match the high met or the mark out because I actually enjoyed this match a lot more than I initially thought I would at the start of this match. I had the same feeling. I, it was like, again, it was one of those matches where I, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. Uh, and it turned out to be like mm. kind of kind of good. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to give this match for me the high meh. I think I'm going to go with you on that. I was kind of playing based off of your reaction, but I think I'm going to yeah. go with you on that one. This match was good. Was I enjoyed a lot of spots, but like it didn't pop me as much as I as it if it was gonna get the mark out grade that it would get. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. It's a high math for me. It was really good. I enjoyed it, but I don't think it passed that that the mark out uh, mm-hmm. threshold there. But yeah, <sighs> so yeah, that's 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 all of our matches this week. We knocked them all out of the park. Uh, so that just leaves us with one more thing to do, and that is the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach go back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, who went first on the double down last week? Uh, let's see. I am trying to remember what I ha- what I had the um. Oh, I went second because I had Edith Surreal versus um Willow Nightingale, I believe. All right, so why don't no? It was Edith Surreal versus Solo oh, Darling. It? Solo Darling. That's it. Oh, damn. Uh, I was hoping I could get that name off the top of my head. So why don't you kick us off this week then? All right. 
You gave me Queen Aminata versus Sahara 7 at Generation Championship Wrestling. No, the not other GCW. The other GCW. <laughs> this was for the... Oh, I'm trying to remember what the championship was that this was for. This was the... Uh, the GCW GC- Women's Champion. Women's Champion, yeah. I was, couldn't remember if it, was something, if it was a different name or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll say right off the bat, this match was, was good. I yeah. liked this match. I really... Aminata really impressed me with this match. I think like, they, I, I, I was impressed by both of them on this one. Yeah, both. All right, I'll get into this. Uh, you know, I, I'll get into my thoughts on this match. Hit, First hit off, Please this do. match started. I actually love the slap bit with Aminata and Seven because mm-hmm. it was when she slapped her with something straight out of like a soap opera with how loud it was, and I liked how it kind of like got across each women's like confidence in themselves, like a telenovela, like a. Psh. Yes, but on that note, I'd say every strike in this match is great. Yeah, had great sound and impact. Good selling from each one. There was a mixture of thigh slapping and at the same time also legit kicking each other, so or punching each other, and I was very pleased with it. Mm-hmm. Um, though Seven didn't get as much offense in as Aminata, I thought she had a lot of really good-looking strikes, such as when Aminata rolled back into the ring after the suicide dive spot, only for Seven to just straight clock her in the face and almost yep. knock her out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, like, you saw damn. her get woozy after that one. I was like, I was like oh, damn. <laughs> It's like a straight Ooh. right hand. Just bop. Yeah. Or later on in the match when um she suplexed Aminata and it didn't get her the win, so she just hits a she just kneed Aminata right in the nose. And I was like, ah, almost like that sucked for her. Sometimes that's all. You, sometimes you just sometimes you just gotta punch him. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta punch him. Uh, I also liked throughout this match Aminata's character work as like a queenly character. I love the spot where she went to the fan in the ring and she sat down top of him without really acknowledging him because she's a queen and why would she give a she shit about like, him? She was like, get up, I need a yeah. seat. What she knows, like, get up, move. This is my seat now. I need to sit here. I love when the ref, every time she's like, time out. And the ref's like, this is a wrestling match. That doesn't really work. He's like, shut up. It's like, okay. <laughs> shut up, kinda, I need a like, break. Yeah, where she's like, kind of, she's like, no, I need time. She's like, that's not how this works. I have to count you out. <laughs> I, I love this back the back and forth between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Oh man, one spot that stood out for me that you mentioned last week was when Aminata draped Seven over the ropes, kicked her in the back and then the chest, then taunted her and then hit her with a stunner over the top rope or yes. the middle rope. Looked great. Yep. Another knee spot that I was a fan of later in the match was when Aminata kicked Seven in the gut, planted her with a with a flatliner, and then immediately transitioned it into a crossface esque like move. It's mm-hmm. like submission. Thought that I'm always a fan of technical wrestling like that, so I was like, when she hit that, it was kind of like a nice surprise. I was like, oh, she flatlined. I was like, oh, oh, look at that. She put in a fucking crossface. Okay, all right, hell yeah. <laughs> I oh man, I literally I almost forgot actually about the the cradle DDT seven did an Aminata after her famous sir looked fan freaking tastic. Yes, like, Aminata. If she ate her knee later on after this, she literally she pretty much made out with the mat at, with this move. Like this, she just planted her basically. <laughs> oh my god I also really liked uh, Aminata's senton at the end of this match because of how well executed and how it looked really it looked really great like it gave me some AR Fox vibes honestly but granted I don't know how AR Fox gets so fucking high so far across the ring and still lands that shit but uh, anyway back to this match I appreciated like you said last week how you could tell how much this title match meant for each of them mm-hmm. like each one really like sold the disparity on each of their faces this match got further and further into it and they realized that none of their usual offense would work for them yes i liked how at the end of this both of them were barely standing by the end of this and how when aminata won she couldn't even get up to pose she literally pinned seven and then just laid on the mat because she was so tired (laughs) but yeah overall this match was pretty good i thought the wrestling was pretty good 
Though it, sometimes it looked a bit disjointed, but I didn't really mind it that much because the character work of each wrestler was good. I liked how Seven, like, the moment that the moments she did get in were good. But again, like, I I have to say, Aminata, like, I was really impressed with her. Like, she made every second of this match that she was involved with, like, she could, she just wrung every bit of value she could out of it, and I loved it. Probably why she's the champion. Mm-hmm. I probably will watch a match from her again, and I'm, it's probably going to be the match she had with Trisha Dora for the championship. I believe she defended at this paper at this uh, match. Yes, so I believe Trish is cur- the current champion, but I might be wrong. I don't know. I give this match. I was thinking of in this match. Uh, like I was honestly, this match had me a little torn on the ratings because on one hand I was like, when I finished, I was like, oh, that was fine. But on the other hand, I was like, but the care. I really like certain aspects of this match. Mm-hmm. But there are other ones that I was like, wasn't as into it. I'm going to give this match a high meh. Okay. I thought these both women did a really good job at this match with their char- the character work is really for me and the strikes were what sold it for me. Mm-hmm. Cuz cuz like also the crowd wasn't the best in this match at some points. Like they were good at points and other points where I was like where Seven kept trying to get the crowd to go and they weren't going there and I was like, "Oh, I'm like Oh man. So I'm like, "Man, like come on, just fucking clap, one of my favorite man. one of my favorite parts of this match is that if you look by where they came where they entered, you could see a bunch of wrestlers or like trainers or like just random people like peeking their head out to watch. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I'm yeah, if, if you look, they there's like they're just like looking through the curtain, like watching the match. Nice. Yeah, this huh. I, I I like that match a lot. I I, yeah. I was I very much enjoyed that one. That's why I gave it to you. I thought I figured you might enjoy the strikes as well. I did. I was yeah, very much uh, fan. So. Okay. Remind me, what did I give you last week? Because I have him. I don't remember what I gave you, and I have both my the matches written down here. You gave me a match from Defy Wrestling. You ah, gave me yes. Chris Ridgeway versus Pentagon Junior. Ah, yes. Uh, this match was insane. Oh yeah, <laughs> these two put on such a sick match. Ridgeway's kicks were second to none. Oh, yeah, Ridgeway, Ridgeway was good. absolutely destroying Penta with kicks this whole match. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Penta's chest didn't, like, explode. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Penta <laughs> just shit just, just kicked in and been standing up. Yeah. Uh, big kicks from Ridgeway. Uh, there's a, the, the Indian Deathlock, like, chin lock combo that was really sweet. Oh, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, that was super sick. Uh, there was the one spot where... Uh, Ridgeway was in the corner, and Penta hit the backstabber on him. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I'm always a fan of the backstabber. I can't even mm-hmm. lie. The backstabber on him, which was sick. Uh, there was a crazy sequence of kicks with Penta was on the ropes, and, fri- and freaking Ridgeway just grabs the ropes and just starts hammering Penta with oh. kicks to his chest. And it just never stopped. Every time I was like, he has to be done, right? He just got faster and did more kicks. I was like, how are you doing this? I know. Like, I think that was when he, wasn't that when he, like, kicked Penta into, from, like, the middle ring into the ropes? And I had the same thought. I was like, he can't keep going on, right? And the Mad like, Lab was bah, like, bah, watch bah, me. Bah, yeah. It was just, like, kick after kick after kick. Uh, And then there was one point where uh, Ridgeway was getting up on the top, and Penta just runs in and kicks his legs out. And oh, immediately yeah. hops up to the top rope and hits a double stomp. Oh, I like Which ruled. Again, double stomp. Always a good move in my book. Yes. And then they had another big kick exchange where it was like, uh, Ridgeway was hit, hit Ridgeway hit like, uh, Penta hit a super kick. Then Ridgeway hit like a spinning heel kick. And then Penta hit another super kick into a Canadian destroyer. Mm-hmm. Which was also insane. Uh, and then, and then Ridgeway kicks out and goes right into an arm bar. Mm-hmm. And then Penta gets on the outside, hits the the the, 
the pile driver on the apron. Oh. And Ridgeway kicks out. Oh my god. I don't know, I kicked out of it and I, I remember when I saw it, I was like, Oh, your head looked like it hit the map but it or the apron, but you seem fine, so hopefully it didn't. Yeah, after that they fight a little bit more, uh, and then Penta hits the, the Fear Factor driver and ends the match one, two, three in the middle of the ring. This one was kind of crazy. I was Man. not ready for this one to be as crazy as it was. You explained that you said it was pretty good, but I was there was a lot it was like it was very fast paced. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm looking at my notes here and I remember thinking to myself when I finished the match, this match is pretty good. Yeah, I, I do I do wish I got more out of these two because these two definitely could have put on like a, a, a pretty a, a banger, you know? A banger. If you gave them a little more time it would have been awesome. But they, they, mm. they had like a, a it was like a fifteen ish minute match, I think. Yes. Something like that. Fifteen minutes, uh, I believe. It was solid. I just wish I guess I just wish they were able to go longer, you know. I wish it was like a 20 25 minute would have been amazing. You were left yearning for more. I was cuz they both of these guys did so good in this one. Uh I give it the high meh. I'm going to leave it Fair at that. Fair enough. Uh I'm going to give it the high meh. I think it was solid. Uh I, I it didn't it did like I said a little more time and I probably would have gave it the mark out because I'm sure they would have fit in some other crazy spots that would have maybe pop off. Probably, yeah. Uh, but as it sits, I think we're we're in the high meh range. So, uh, hey, it was it was awesome. I liked I liked it a lot. All right, well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Independent Waters. Remember to go check out the rest of the podcast here on the Countout Network. Uh, every Friday we have hit the books where me and Ryan Nicey book uh book our own version of Raw and SmackDown every week with our own rosters. Uh, our own, and we have our own cards. We book everything ourselves, and WrestleMania is right around the corner. So come check that out. Uh, go check out Hit the Books. Uh, WrestleMania is right around the corner, so we have we have that big special coming up, our big our big end of the season. So go check that out this Sunday here on the Countout Network, and go check out all the other shows here on the Countout Network as well. Uh, go check out Your Dose of Death uh, every every Tuesday. Uh, where where our friend Lauren Rosenberg uh, he interviews all kinds of people from the deathmatch world uh, and the wrestling world in general and it's really awesome really informative and go check out how to talk to your friend about wrestling every Thursday as well uh, Amanda and Ashley are really killing it with their show uh, it's it's really awesome if you have a friend who you're trying to get into wrestling it's a perfect show for you so go check that out every Thursday um, and every other Monday go check out G1 and Only where Ryan Knightsey uh, talks about uh, competitors who have been in the G1 Supercard one time and one time only. Uh, he's had some pretty awesome people on it, so go check it out uh, if you like New Japan stuff uh, as well. Uh, and that I think that about wraps it up for the plugs, unless you got anything, Zach. I guess go check out the website, go check out the YouTube channel, the whole spiel. Go check out our Twitter at CanOutPod. Uh, you got anything, Zach? Baby, you know me. I never got any plugs. Hey, you'll have one someday. Well, mm, One day. With- with all those plugs out of the way that brings us to the end of the episode, and that leaves me with one more thing to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Countout Podcast.